You're about to listen to another episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss and sometimes even solve some interesting HR problems. And I'm going to go off the rails sometimes and talk about whatever I want. Hey, Paul. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, he's in the holiday mood. Yep, it's the spirit the, is upon us. It's the holiday <laughs> podcast. I hope we get this. I hope we do a good job of this one because we're going to re-release it every year right before the Oh, holidays. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Can we, like, keep up with Mariah Carey? Is it going to be that, like, <laughs> is, is it? the replay every year? Oh, that's right. All I want for Christmas. Oh, like, oh yeah. Here it comes. It's a season. It's already playing in the stores. Like, it is. it's happening. Yeah, I, yeah. Although I haven't been in a store in a long time. <laughs> You haven't been in this store in a no. long Okay, now we have to take Paul shopping. Yeah. This, is, this is a whole other podcast. I need episode. to go to the mall. <laughs> yeah, go to the mall. I need to go to the mall Live for the up. Christmas music. Yeah, you also need to do your holiday shopping. We're, we're on a deadline now. I get that stuff sent in. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about holiday parties today. Yeah, if, if you couldn't tell already. If you hadn't figured it out. Um, <laughs> the do's and don'ts. Um, I want to think about this a couple different ways. Tiana, I'm just mm-hmm. going to jump in. Yeah, okay. go for it. Uh, I want to think about it a couple of different ways. Um, alcohol versus non-alcohol. I want to recognize they have a ton of listeners out there. There's no alcohol at their holiday parties. It's not mm-hmm. a part of their life, and that's perfectly fine. Um, um, I I do want to bring up one thing about that. Um, on location versus off location. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think it really matters. I think I always think it's better to go off location because you get to take people out of their element and you can treat them and do things for them. And most of us take want to take people out to dinner and yeah, or you know do something special for them and their families and maybe do a white elephant. Uh, uh, is that what it's called? Yeah, like the the white elephant gift exchange yeah. and yeah, I, I you know we are always doing our cedar holiday parties yeah. like offsite and it's a lot awesome goes into that like we all love like the change of scenery we get to go out in downtown tucson paul you're so awesome about finding like the coolest venues for us to have our party at i'm actually not the one that finds them but i do get to approve <laughs> them and i do get to approve the menu because you know that matters to me oh yes we have to have the little wing uh the little we have to have chicken wings and the little weenies wrapped in the thing Oh, yeah, like the bacon-wrapped ones? Yeah, if they're oh, not, if the croissant-wrapped uh, little hot dogs, if, if they're there's not, not little Smokies at a holiday party, I'm out. Yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> but, you know, we do a lot for our so Okay, so we were talking about non-alcohol versus alcohol parties, on-site versus off-site. For us, we do both off-site, and we do um, mm-hmm. have alcohol that's served at the party. Um, but we do a lot around that to mitigate um, anybody you know, maybe trying to drive home and, and hurt themselves or hurt somebody else. And we want to mitigate any liability to Cedar. For sure. Um, you know, Tiana, do we, I think I'm pretty sure we do this. We still, we remind you guys that the policies apply. So, you know, there's yeah, no sexual harassment do. or anything, you know, just like it can't happen at work. It can't happen at the party. Mm-hmm. Usually our HR will send out a memo yep, and it's right. just like a friendly reminder that the holiday party is voluntary And, you know, of course, I'm kind of looking at this from my perspective, the employee's perspective, Uh right? Like, oh, we have it offsite because it's like fun and we get to be out in a new place. But, you know, what we want to share with our listeners, of course, is, Paul, you've put a lot of thought into this from an HR perspective, like mitigating liability, 
making sure, you know, it reduces liability already if you don't have the party on your premises. But I think that voluntary aspect is really important, you know. And of course, if you make something mandatory, employees might try to argue that they should be paid for attending the holiday party. So that could come up. But I think it also is a means to let everybody feel comfortable and include it on their own level. You know, you know, we had an episode where we uh, um, we did an episode where an employee didn't want a birthday party because it gave them anxiety and they ended up getting sued and they had to pay like a bunch of money uh, because of how they handled it. Mm -hmm. So that's the other thing I wanted to make sure is if you have a concern report to you about someone says, I can't participate in Christmas this way or I don't want to go to the party you want to hear that mm-hmm. and you want to make sure that they don't feel like you've done anything to you know it, it you want to make sure it doesn't have like a negative impact on on them coming you want to right. recognize that they don't want to do it don't roll your eyes don't do what that company did which was they actually fired the guy for not being a team player Oof. and 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 not coming to his own birthday party when he specifically said, I can't, I just can't. Yeah, that one was a nightmare. That was, yeah, a, that was a little just, nightmare. If somebody doesn't want to come, that's fine. You yep. know, totally if, voluntary. If someone, okay, Tiana, so if someone expresses their concern about their, they, look, I can't celebrate Christmas the way you do, mm-hmm. or I can't, I, we don't do Christmas trees, or we don't mm-hmm. do it the way you, you do it. If they express that concern, I'm really going to throw a, a curveball at you because I have some thoughts on this. Okay. And what they're kind of doing is maybe complaining that you've decorated the place in Christmas. You've decorated your practice in Christmas. Mm. I've had a lot of, well, I shouldn't say a lot. I have had calls where I had to deal with a doctor or a manager being upset because they felt like because this one person was objecting to how they had decorated the place that they had to then take all their decorations down and that they couldn't, and that they couldn't celebrate, you know, they couldn't Mm -hmm. do their office up the way that they wanted to do it. That is interesting to me. Uh So, you know, the first thing that I would always advise is, especially for a holiday party coming up, just like keep the language neutral and secular. Yep. You know, it's, there are a lot of people celebrating, you know, different ways Mm -hmm. around the holiday season and are part of different religious beliefs. So, you know, and that's just standard now, you know, just keep the language neutral. This is a workplace function too. And that's what you want to keep in mind is this isn't your own personal party that you're throwing, but decorations, you know, I mean, like garland that happens to be like red and green and stuff. I don't know if you can necessarily attribute some of those to like a specific religious belief. Mm -hmm. And some of this is neutral. It's just holiday decorations. So I don't think this is a means to like, don't decorate at all or don't put anything up. You know, I think overtly religious symbols (laughs) in Uh the workplace might be something to think about. Well, because they're a problem in general. Not because 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 of of Christmas. No, not not because because of Christmas at all. But like any time of the year, Yeah, you know, like, so, so it's just having, you know, some good forethought to, to that regard. But yeah, that's what I would say about that. I don't know if necessarily like, a, re- receiving a concern like that and feeling prompted to take down your decorations, I would really start with a conversation first. And th- I think and that's just, the important thing mm-hmm. too, is like, um, not, if you make the employee feel ridiculous for bringing their concern to you and it's like, well, okay, you know, I hear you. I really wish you'd come to the holiday party. I mean, it's kind of stupid that you're not, you know, you yeah, can't have that, that kind of conversation with them. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, okay, I hear you and it's okay. Do you want to come to the party? 
you choose not to come to the party, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. I am giving bonuses out. I'll make sure you get your bonus. You know we're going to miss you, but it's just because you know we want we want to we want to be with you. Um, And and it's totally okay. And then if anybody on the team wants to chatter about this and gossip Mm -hmm. about it, your job as a manager or an owner is to shut that stuff down. Yep. It's like, absolutely no, you do Mm -hmm. not get to do this. Mm -hmm. And obviously you want to make sure that you don't participate in it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that was a very specific circumstance, but I think it's kind of fun because it's, that's a, that's a difficult, that's a different one. That is kind of difficult. Okay. So let's say that you are going to have some alcohol at your party. Mm -hmm. We do a two, we do two drinks that the company is going to pay for. Mm -hmm. I might extend it to three. I make sure we have a company Uber account. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. We would never have an Uber account again. We have a Lyft account. We have a Lyft account. (laughs) We have a Lyft account. Um, We we make that account available to all the employees just for all the owners and managers listening out there. And Tiana's probably going to throw something at me. It's an evil thing I've done because it looks like I've done this nice thing for everybody because I'm like, look, if you need to take a lift, you're you're stranded somewhere or you've been out on the week, you know, at, on a regular, well, not a regular basis. If you've been out yeah. drinking, you don't have to drive home. You can use the company um, co- account to get yourself home. It is a great benefit. It is Where a great are you going benefit. With this? Well, you can't call me and say my car's broken down and I can't come to work. Uh, because yeah. then I'm like, I'll send a lift. And you're like, don't. The trap. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> Double jeopardy. So I do for you and I do for me at the same time. Um, <laughs> But anyway, going back to it, we make sure that everybody knows that the lift's there. Mm-hmm. Um, we we communicate in writing to please take the lift to the party and take the mm-hmm. lift home. So we, we try to discourage people who plan on imbibing from having that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, while there is no science that says that uh, eating food and drinking, that the food offsets inebriation, that's kind of a wives' tale, mm. um, uh, having um, stuff in your belly Mm-hmm. And not filling it up with more drinks, more drinks. I think it might help tamp that down. Yeah. Um, also, you know, I just think it's it's a it's a good thing. Make sure that yeah. if you have alcohol, that you have some food there for everybody as well. Oh, totally. And people want food. Yeah, and people <laughs> that's want what I'm food. looking for yeah. anywhere I go. And you know, and it's a nice way to level the playing field too for anybody who's like you know, not a drinker, they they still have something. So that's the other thing. Make sure that you make it clear that there's choices for, um, um, non-alcoholic drinks. And I Mm -hmm. think we do that with the bartender. Oh, we totally do that. We have like a non-alcohol drink that's available. Yeah. And then it's probably, it's usually the best tasting drink. And then I'm like, and could you put some vodka in that? (laughs) Now everybody wants the mocktail choice and adding their own to it. Because it's so good. So what else do we need to cover on the holiday thing? I think maybe the other thing too, just going back to like the drink ticket idea, um, you know, Paul, we always hold the Christmas party on a weeknight. And yeah, so that is automatically going to put some checks and balances in with like responsible gotta come, behavior. They got to come know? into work the next yeah, day. They got to yeah. come into work the next day. Um, having an end time to the party. So mm-hmm. again, that kind of controls behavior. It doesn't get too rowdy. Yeah. If you know that this party is going to last from like six to 10 or six to nine, Yeah. you know, so there's like a distinct stop time. And that can just help people enjoy themselves, but be on, you know, their best behavior. It's yeah. still a work-related event. And yeah, I I think just 
having all of those conversations ahead of time with the memo is the one that I always want to circle back to mm-hmm. because it's really good to just clarify this and remind employees that, you know, our policies are still in place while you're at this party. If any concerns come up surrounding harassment. So or another kind of concern, like something kind of creepy concern. happened at the Christmas party. Oh, you, and it happens. You, you We've heard from report. our members before. Some drama can go down at the holiday party. So remember, you still have to address that. If it right. happened at the holiday party, this is still involving your coworkers. It's it's going to trickle into the workplace, and yeah. you want to be open to those concerns if they come up. Yeah, you know, from litigation concerns for me, I want to I want a bartender. I want another I want another entity serving if they're going to serve yeah. alcohol. Um, I want somebody else doing it. That's I don't want idea. I don't want the, I don't want bottles of alcohol or or just you know unlimited amounts just sitting around. Totally, because a bar t- a bartender could actually say to a manager or someone. Oh, by the way, we keep a sober person, not we have people who don't drink who work for us, mm-hmm. but we have someone of responsibility who a bartender can report a concern to. So it's like, exactly. hey, you know, you, they've done, gone through their two drink tickets and they're on their fifth drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and a bartender is trained to like, yeah. you know, don't overpour, know yeah. when to cut somebody off, you know, just stuff that's hard to manage if, yeah. if you're not somebody who's exposed to that on a regular basis. So. Let me let me kind of wrap all this stuff up. Um, it's awesome to put this off on someone else and have them clean up the mess, get people food, uh-huh. make sure that you kind of limit the alcohol that the company's paying for, and even kind of keep an eye on um, how much is being served. Mm-hmm. Um, make it clear that it's voluntary. You don't have to come to the party at all. Make it very, mm-hmm. very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, take um, concern reporting before. Uh, based off of whatever their concern is seriously. Mm-hmm. Make them feel okay about not coming if that's what their choice is. Mm-hmm. Take concern reporting afterwards if someone says something creepy went on, but this is a work-related event. Mm-hmm. Make sure everybody understands that you, wow, there's a lot of rules. Make sure that <laughs> everybody, I know, so people, are, people are out there like, ho-hum, uh, uh, uh. Uh, make sure that everybody's aware that policies apply and they, and they should behave themselves. Uh, get, every, get a company lift account and make sure everybody has access to it. Encourage them, if you're going to serve alcohol, take the lift uh, to and from the event. Mm-hmm. Um, heck, we even make uh, cheap rooms available. If people decide they want to stay, we try to have in a place where they can. I don't mean yeah. cheap rooms as in CD rooms. I mean <laughs> as in a cost-effective room. There's somebody, a place for you to go to if you, to you can't drive yourself home. We've had, a couple of, we've had a couple of couples decide that they just wanted to take the night. And they wanted mm-hmm. to stay in the hotel after the party. Um, so that was, you know, a nice thing that we could do for them. Um, and um, I think that's it. I think you got it all. Yeah. Well, do it yeah. on a weeknight. Schedule it for mm-hmm. a couple hours. You people are in, you're out. I'm done with you. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And, and and enjoy each other. Absolutely. Like, like let somebody else pamper you and take care of you and, and, and enjoy it. Tis the season. It is the season. Oh, I'm so excited for our party now. I can't wait, Deanna. Woof, woof. Okay, cue the Mariah Carey. Yeah, right? cue the, the thing. <laughs> can we do? I don't think we can do that. Okay, so happy holidays, everybody who's listening. Happy this. holidays. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Do Paul a favor and share this with your network. If you have an HR issue or a question you'd like us to discuss on the show, send it to podcast at wthjusthappened.com. For more HR advice and insights from Paul and his team of experts, you can also join the private Facebook group, HR Basecamp, or visit hrbasecamp.com. Make sure you tune in next week and remember, better workplaces make better lives.